Welcome back to Troubleshooting Agile. Hi there, Jeffrey. Hi, Squirrel. Welcome to our second year of podcasting. Yes, very excited uh, to be starting off again in January. And uh, even today, I was looking at the iTunes listing, looking at our previous 52 episodes and, and looking uh, for tonight, episode 53. This topic comes from a huge fan, well, at least a family member. Often the same thing. Often the same thing. Some of our, some of our best fans are our family members. Of course, we always like hearing from people. And in this case, I happen to be talking to um, my brother who is in the software industry. And I asked him, you know, what should we talk about on the podcast? What what would, does he think make, make a biggest difference? And he brought up something that he particularly likes, which is one of the um, Amazon leadership principles. So I, I took a look at it and I thought it actually fit really well with what we've been discussing lately. Excellent. Well, there'll be a link in the show notes as always, but do you want to tell us what that principle is, Jeffrey? People may know that Amazon leadership principles have changed a little bit over the years. So the one that he liked is one that used to be a standalone one called Be Vocally Self-Critical, but uh, now it's been combined with another one that's now in one uh, called Earn Trust. And uh, I'll, I'll read that out and then uh, say a little bit why I liked this and why I thought it was good for our podcast and how it fit into our recent discussions. Okay. So it says under earn trust, and the directions are here, leaders listen attentively, speak candidly, and treat others respectfully. They are vocally self-critical, even when doing so is awkward or embarrassing. Leaders do not believe their or their team's body odor smells of perfume. They benchmark themselves and their teams against the best. Okay. So that was what he said. And I think you and I had some thoughts about this. What I liked about it, as my brother mentioned, he says he likes vocally self-critical because many people don't vocalize, then they internalize. And I thought that fit really well with some of, we've talked about problems that people can get into, uh, such as with the ladder of inference, where they come to beliefs about the world and that they internalize but and don't share. They have a story that they're not sharing and, um, and that can be wrong, or, or even if it's not wrong, they're not sharing it. And so then people can't see that they're acting predictably. And um, we, that was two episodes ago, we talked about building trust through being predictable. Mm -hmm. And so this seemed like good advice, developing some amount of predictability. And the self-criticism is also very nicely tied to normalization of deviance and psychological safety, which we've just been talking about. And of course, for a few episodes now, we've been talking about trust, which is the first chapter in the book we're working on. So that's why it's in the front of our brains and fits fits very nicely. But if you're being self-critical and if you're being appropriately candid with your team, then I would think you would hope that you would be uh, less likely to deviate. You'd be less likely to let your flickering tests flicker or to allow your uh, safety protocols to, to not be used or something like that. Is that his idea? Was that what your brother liked about it? I think so. I especially like this part that you just mentioned, which is that if you are speaking up when you see problems, uh, then you're acting as a leader. And I think that's one thing I wanted to to highlight here. In, uh, last episode, we talked about this. We talked about the three groups who might see a problem, those who see a problem and don't care, people who see a problem and don't discuss it, and then people who actually don't realize that there's a problem. Led by the first two groups. Yeah, that's <laughs> the first right. two aren't yeah. doing anything, so it must be okay. That's exactly right. And and we said the changes had to come from people who were in that second group who could see there's a problem and who weren't reporting it. And and that's the part here where I think when you're when you're now being self-critical of of you and your team, saying, wait a minute, I don't I don't think we're doing a good job here. I'm I'm gonna bring it up, then then you're 
acting as a leader. And uh, I thought that was a good tie-in with the leadership principles. And that and the idea that leadership isn't just a job for managers. It's not a it's not a title. It's um it's a role that people can take on, and provide that leadership when when they see a problem to say, even though it may be awkward or embarrassing. They say, you know, maybe maybe we shouldn't do that release right now. Maybe maybe we need to say something here that's going to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And by acting in a way that is helpfully self-critical, that allows the team to criticize and find errors in a helpful way, you're creating that psychological safety where it's okay to do that. You're leading by example, whether or not your business card says team lead. Yeah, exactly. It's really amazing. Uh, one of the things I know we've talked about in, in previous episodes, I don't think actually in the normalization of deviance, is that sometimes when we do take the, the time to express some concerns we have, uh, we often find that other people also had concerns that they weren't sharing. <laughs> exactly. So uh, it's a good way to break groupthink, uh, which is to, to get out there and, and share your concerns. Or even just group silence where, where nobody's actually responding. And actually everyone's thinking there's something wrong. So that's a good way to, to break that up. That's right. So I think that this is a good way to improve and to find areas uh, and, and build alignment uh, about how you could improve as a team. And there are elements here that, that work to building trust, though I, I think we also, as we were looking at this, we think, wow, this is not a missing, it may be missing some elements we've talked about as important for building trust. Yeah, because we've got it right in the front of our brains from, from writing the chapter. The key thing for trust for us is predictability and aligning stories so that you have a belief about how things are working and what beliefs I have and what behavior I might have. And I have a similar belief and story about you, and we can reinforce that over time so we, we believe that those things are going to happen. The, the problem here for me, the thing that's missing is it doesn't say that anywhere. It doesn't say anything about testing what your what your beliefs are. Particularly in the first sentence, we've got this, leaders listen attentively, speak candidly, and treat others respectfully. I can see that being up on a poster with a picture of, I don't know, sand dunes or something, and people <laughs> standing underneath it. This is an Alan Weiss notion. Um, the people standing underneath it, listening very poorly, speaking uh, duplicitously, and treating others uh, not respectfully. It's, it's kind of a nice thing. It's um, In America, you'd say it's motherhood and apple pie. You know, It's just kind of nice sentiments. And it's very easy to fool yourself into believing that you're behaving in that way. But you're not testing that. There's nothing here that says I'm being self-critical and I'm benchmarking ourselves and so on. There's nothing that says, well, let's actually test whether we're doing that stuff in the first sentence. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Uh, Your goal here is to earn trust. And uh, it turns out that's not something that you will know by yourself if you've done that. You can say, I've done all these steps. I should really have all the trust now. But it turns out trust is is a score that's not kept by you. It's kept by others. So how are you going to find that out? And how will you know if you're actually listening attentively, speaking candidly, and treating others respectfully? Those are all great things. I'm not objecting to them. They're, they're good to put on the poster with the sand dunes. I, I don't object at all. But you actually have to do it. And how can you know? You're saying, saying I, I wouldn't know. Someone might look at the poster, believe the poster, think that they're doing the actions, and still be failing. Absolutely. And I have a number of examples like that. I can think of one in particular. I'm, because I'm going to be critical of this person, I'm going to be quite vague about who this person is. But I've encountered several leaders like this, and I have one in my mind, who absolutely believe and tell me vigorously 
I listen closely to my team. I tell them what I think. I really tell it like it is, and I want them to do the same for me. And I'm the most respectful person ever. I, I really respect them. I really think their beliefs and ideas are important. And you walk out of the meeting with that person, and you think, wow, this person's doing a great job. This is super. What I need to do is fix things in the team. You go out and talk to the team, and their view is completely different than the one example I'm thinking of. That same leader who told me many of those very positive things and, and behaved in some ways that indicated that, you know, held all-hands meetings where people were open to, welcome to speak and so on, that person was actively writing false statements in proposals to clients about things that the software did. And so the developers would get that. And no matter what this person might have said or might have believed about what actions meant and what the results of those actions were about attentive listening and speaking candidly and being respectful, the actions spoke much louder than the words. And so that's where I think you can really fall down is when uh, you don't go out and test Am I actually doing these things? You have to invite the criticism, not only make the criticism of yourself, but invite the criticism from others and give them the opportunity to tell you, give you the score. Am I actually doing these things? Because that's the way you'll align your stories. Otherwise, you may fall into this trap of believing you do these things, believing you're aligning to what's on the poster, but you're standing beneath it doing something very different without knowing it. I think that's that's so interesting. I think if we were to get our head with the ladder of inference out again, it's it's one of those cases we said our own view of the world is is so colored by our beliefs. And one of those key beliefs is beliefs about ourselves and our own motives and our own view of, of our actions in the world. We we don't actually have an unbiased view of. We don't know how they appear to other people. You can tie it to that as well. Trust is something that is in not not just it's out there in the world, but it's in other people's heads. It's in part of their own ladder, and uh, there's no way that I'm going to know how I'm doing uh, without testing. And and my own self assessment can be be very far off. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that this particular leader I have in my mind would be very surprised and would have a very different view of what this person's putting in proposals. But that's what the team believed. That's what the team saw. It's the, the client thinks the software does X. It doesn't do X. Therefore, this person is fibbing. And no matter how much active listening they may be doing, how much criticism they inv invite, I don't trust them. So there's more to earning trust than I think is captured in this principle. But it's an awfully good start. Yeah. And I think one of the elements here, as we said, it's uh, it's a really good start. Also a bit of warning for our listeners and who hopefully hear what we describe and think, okay, this is good. I'm going to go put this into practice. The principles for your environment say, here's what we're trying to do. That's a really good start, but make sure that you are testing, that people are, have the same understanding uh, that you have, and then invite that kind of criticism. Do you see me acting consistently with what we've described? You may be surprised by the answers, but they can be very, very helpful where I've seen leaders do that. It's uh, been eye-opening for everyone and very helpful. By the way, uh, we've talked about the ladder of inference a couple of times in previous podcasts, and we'll put a link to our annotated ladder of inference drawing in case that's not a familiar idea to maybe folks trying us out for the, the first time in the new year. That's right. Just so people know, we eat our own dog food when it comes to uh, wanting critical feedback. It's worth mentioning that we did get some feedback from one of our listeners that we were appreciative of. 
which was some concerns around uh, some sound quality in some of our uh, episodes near the end of last year, uh, where there had been some popping noises, and uh, hopefully that is now fixed. So thank you for those uh, listeners who let us know. And uh, if you hear any more problems of that nature or of any other kind, or if you just disagree with us or anything else, we'd, we'd sure like to hear from you. Criticism is, is welcome, and uh, we'd like this to be a psychologically safe podcast. Absolutely. So not just uh, uh, criticism, but also, of course, as we always ask for, if people are interested in uh, suggestions, if you have uh, situations that you are stuck with and you'd like some help troubleshooting, we'd love to hear about them, and, and maybe we can talk about them explicitly on the podcast. That would be great. You'll find all the information you need on troubleshootingagile.com. Email is best. Tweeting works most of the time. We're getting better about actually checking our tweets, so that's another way to ask us a question, give us some criticism, make a suggestion. Those are all welcome. And of course, we love it when people click the subscribe button. We're up at uh, something like 400 people listening every week. So hit subscribe, then you'll get to hear us uh, every Wednesday when we put out our next episode. Thanks, Jeffrey, and looking forward to talking to you next week about uh, more trust or something else about troubleshooting Agile. All right. Thanks, Will. Cool.